Hello, and welcome to Book O'Clock, where we clock in with a brand new book to give an honest review. This podcast is available on Spotify, Amazon, and Apple Music. We're going to be giving an honest book review, and I will be breaking these reviews into four parts. One, the book title, the author, synopsis, and tags I'd use to classify it, so anything you'd use to look up the book on Apple or Goodreads when you're looking for those good enemies to lover style books or anything that tickles your fancy. Number two, I'll be doing a spoiler-free general review of the book as a whole, so talking about main characters, flow of the book, style of writing, theme, anything that contains direction as to how the book is going to go but not telling you any of the plot. Number three, we'll start with a spoiler warning, so if you'd like to tune out then, you may followed by my general tells and feels during the book as a whole. This may include mild spoilers if I'm reading some of my favorite quotes from the book, favorite plot devices, details about the main character, and things that I feel as a whole. And then we will go into number four, which is just simply giving my zero, one to ten rating of how I felt the book was as a whole. So let's get the pages turning. And today, we're going to be starting with the book called This Vicious Grace by Emily Thede. Three weddings, three funerals. Alyssa's gift from the gods is supposed to magnify a partner's magic, not kill every suitor she touches. Now, with only a week left until a hundred hungry swarms of demons devours everything on her home island... Alyssa is running out of time to find a partner and stop the invasion. When a powerful priest convinces that faithful that killing Alyssa is the island's only hope, her soldiers even try to assassinate her. Desperate to survive, Alyssa hires Dante, a cynical outcast marked as a killer, to become her personal bodyguard. But as rebellion explodes outside the gates, Dante's dark secrets may be the biggest betrayal. He holds the key to her survival and her heart, but is he the one person who can help her master her gift or destroy her once and for all? Tags I would use to describe this vicious grace would include Italian influence, fantasy, romance, young adult, magic, deity, and quite a bit of comedy. So we're getting into part two, which is the review. This is my general spoiler-free review. Three weddings, three funerals. It really starts off with a very intense storyline. And that is quite literally the first page of the book. She has killed three people immediately upon marrying them. It did take me a bit Maybe, and I might say a bit, I say one to two chapters into the book to kind of figure out the flow of this book. This is the first book I ever read that had pretty heavy Italian themes behind it. And not only did it have Italian themes, but it was a deity style book. So she is essentially a reborn, reincarnated goddess whose powers get passed down through generations in each time the goddess passes the powers get placed into a new deity and she becomes that deity 
the story is that the deities who originally created this passing down of powers were trying to teach the community of companionship partnership so her powers cannot work well on their own she needs a partner in order to amplify their powers and it was kind of difficult to explain because it's like she's incredibly powerful but then there's other people with magic and i was having a bit of a hard time figuring out what that even meant but again they explain it pretty thoroughly and pretty quickly so you get past that quite easily i'd say by like the third chapter and the chapters are pretty short at the start um but she, you get into that pretty quickly and figure out that like she needs to be partnered with somebody in order for her to amplify her partner's powers because she's essentially a funnel for creating strength so somebody who has ice powers is good with ice powers and can make snowflakes and ice shards and icicles but if she touches them or holds their hands she can make snowstorms and blizzards and things like that so it's an amplification she needs to have that person holding her hand in order to make the powers stronger why because there is an incoming war that comes around each time the deities are reborn so they have to essentially partner up fight a battle together and then save the colony the country the kingdom um and then if they pass they get transferred to the next section and then they fight their next war it's an ongoing thing that's been going on for generations but when it starts with three funerals three weddings three funerals it means that her power is something that they haven't been able to figure out because when she touches that person she's supposed to be able to work with to funnel with she ends up essentially sucking the life force out of them and killing them and so that's what the beginning of the book is saying is that she's having a hard time connecting with somebody and so they're trying to figure out how their deity is actually cursing them and think that everything's going to go to hell because she's not going to be able to have a partner and they're going to lose the war so she's got a touch that kills the themes of this book involve her getting a bodyguard and falling in love with him there's a lot of self-discovery with this and the bodyguard is dante and they have an incredible companionship and incredible dialect i was turning the pages so fast because i just loved the way that they communicated with each other he was gentle with her he was encouraging to her he was funny she was funny it felt very natural in dialect and communication and it just was really good to read and they had i have so many pages marked in this book just because i loved so many parts of just them talking to each other them getting to know each other them fighting together and building their relationship it is really well paced there is incredible quality character development for not only the main character Alyssa, for dante for her brother for all of the fontes that she works with which is the essentially her partner 
uh, all of the Vontais that she has to work with, all of her friends that she makes. Everybody has a really good character development, and it's just fun. It's quirky. And not only that, but we do love when a female main character is strong. There's no point in which I'm like, God, Alyssa, could you just get over this weird mindset and think about something else forever? She has a really good development. She's really strong. She never gets stuck on like one theme for the entire book. And you're like, okay, girl, like, listen, move on. But she moves on quickly. She learns from her mistakes. She's smart. She's witty. It's really, really just an enjoyable read. And something else that I found really interesting and neat about this book was each chapter isn't labeled by a chapter title. So like chapter two, the hungry wolf, it is labeled by a quote. So for example, chapter three, and then it will say a quote in Italian. And then underneath it's it translated in English where this one Chapter three says, never trust a man who only studies one book. There are a lot of these quotes. I mean, there's a quote on every chapter page. I really liked this theme of not having a chapter title, but a chapter quote, because it kind of reveals what happens in each chapter vaguely. But also, I just really liked a lot of the quotes that came out of this book. I have them like marked and written down on papers around my house because I just really enjoyed the quotes that came out of this book. And I just thought that was a really unique style instead of having a specific title, but having a quote per chapter. All right, we're moving on to part three, which is the spoiler warning. From here on out, I will be reflecting on my feelings during the book. This may contain mild spoilers. If you would like to read this book yourself, you may want to clock out now. Check out my other reviews or recommend more books for me to read. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to continue to listen and listen to some of my mild favorite parts and spoilers, feel free to stay along. Let's do it. Ooh, this book was definitely one of my favorites I've read recently. It had really heavy scene setting and world building at the start with Italian influences and terms, which like I said, it took me a little bit to get into because I'm not used to Italian influence style books. I do read a lot of fantasy books. And so this was a new direction for me. But once I figured out what each term was, what their diets were, their buildings were called, it was pretty easy to follow. But I really, really liked the themes and I really liked the style and it just painted a really pretty picture of what this world was supposed to look like. This book also gets really quick into the action. Like first page, it's three funerals, three weddings. And she's immediately talking about how she might kill the next person. But instead, before she even gets a chance, two people very early on the book try to kill her. She has a knife thrown at her head, and when she gets back to her own sleeping quarters, someone tries to strangle her. So then that leads her to immediately searching out the bodyguard and looking for that connection. And the bodyguard and her have such a wonderful connection. I adore their dialect between each other. They are quirky, it's comical, it felt so organic, and it actually had like a real build of trust and love between a character. It wasn't 
just a super sudden sweet development. You're like, ah, love story. Got it. It was really genuine. And it does have that forced proximity feel because he's her bodyguard. But it's not like captive or Stockholm Syndrome-esque. Like, they both have the freedom to get rid of each other or leave, but they don't. And they just fall for each other and you can tell with like the small tells throughout the book like there is a longing for each other and tension so like she'll wear a really pretty dress when doing a ceremony and it mentions that he just like suddenly can't take his eyes off her and you just like feel the build and I read a lot of books but this book had so many green flags of romance build I read a lot of red flags books and I, I love those too, but this one was all green flags. He was kind to her. He helps her be a strong Finestra. He teaches her that she can make and break any rule as she is the goddess. He just creates a growth for her that she never thought was possible. And then they just fall for each other. Oh, the first time that you really start to feel for them. I screamed when he, she was asking him for help and she can't actually touch people, but she finds out a secret that she can touch him. And she's like, no, maybe, maybe I won't do this. And there was a scene where he just says, I'm just asking a girl to hold my hand. And I, it was so cute. It was so cute and romantic that I was just losing my mind. And the time that they start drinking in her room and he admits that she's pretty. Ooh. Oh, he develops such a jealousy and a protectiveness towards her. And it becomes so attractive so when she has to start working with the people she's supposed to be working not her bodyguard and he sees like other people reaching for he her he's just oh he's such a protective like no i want her she's mine they have a couple kiss scenes the first one is so attractive the beach scene is attractive they're Oh my gosh, their dynamic is probably one of the favorites I've read in a book in a long time. I was cracking up at like every scene between them where it'd go from romantic to quirky to funny, where he's teaching her how to be a stronger person and teaching her to be bold. And so he goes down to take a shower and he comes back up wrapped in only a towel. And she's like, stop. And he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm being bold and I'm staring at a man like you told me to. And I'm just... Oh, it was so enjoyable. She's never had the time to get to know people or she can't even be around people because people are afraid of her. She'll kill them. It was so... <sighs> they, have a, they have a first hug when they're drunk. They start cuddling at night. She develops friendships with all of her Fontes who originally hated her. The quote at the end where he writes her a note and he says, My mother used to call me her light, and now you are mine. Oh! It was a beautiful book. It was really, really, really well developed and enjoyable. However, 
I do have some complaints. The Towards the end, once the romance had built and the war started, the actual reason we were all reading the book was the war. Nah, I was here for the romance. Um, the battle sequence was really unique. Um, they go into detail of how it develops and how she uses her powers in the end. And it was really unique. I really enjoyed listening and reading listening i was reading reading the battle sequence and it was fun it was a good battle all around great the ending of the book is very mediocre it builds and builds and builds and builds and then it just kind of ends they kind of time skipish a little bit and then they're like ah it's not over and then it just ends there is a second book it comes out in august of 2023 I do plan on reading it because I loved this book in the beginning and will read the second one, but it was not a very good ending and the cliffhanger is mediocre at best. Like it explains that the war isn't over, but it's not like a, you can't leave me like this. How did it was just kind of like a, ah, we have another adventure to go on. So the ending could have been a little bit sharper. And as for the development of the book, I wasn't really stunned or shocked by any events that came about. There was no part where I was like on the edge of my seat, like, is this going to happen? I kind of had a feeling on how the book would develop, but I absolutely loved this book. It was just such an enjoyable and good read and would recommend this book. So This Vicious Grace by Emily Theed, book one in the Final Finestra, I'm probably mispronouncing that, series, is definitely a recommend. And so my overall rating of this book would be an 8.5 out of 10. This was a really enjoyable book. And I really hope you guys take the time to read it because I loved it. I couldn't keep my hands off of it. I have, like I said, many, many pages of this book bookmarked and highlighted because it's just so endearing. And the dialogue between them, I know I keep saying it, but I can't get over how natural their dialogue was. Sometimes when I read books and I know that they're trying to flirt with each other, it makes me cringe a little bit. Absolutely not. I love this book, so I recommend. Please check it out. If you like this podcast, leave a like, leave a follow, leave a comment, recommend some other books for me. But until then, I'm clocking out, so check out my other episodes in this podcast, and I'll see you soon. Bye!